Welcome to Business Beyond the Mic, where we join Carly Van Heerden, CEO and founder of We Edit Podcasts, and her guests as they step behind the mic and deep dive into the business of podcasting. What does it look like to create, launch, and sustain a successful show? How do you find the right guests? And how to successfully build and monetize a podcasting brand? They're uncovering how others got started, unpacking the challenges they faced along the way, the strategies they used, and discovering just how they did it. So you can too. This is Business Beyond the Mic. Together, let's uncover the art of podcasting. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Business Beyond the Mic. I'm your host, Carly Van Heerden. Today on the show, we welcome resident guest, Jenna Horn. Jenna is the content director at Weirder Podcasts, and today she is here to help me flip the script. In the special bonus episode, she will be asking me the questions so that I can share more of the story behind Business Beyond the Mic with all of you. During our conversation, we dive into the vision behind the show, the most surprising thing I learned along the way, and the one thing I wish someone had told me before getting started. We also uncover some of the guests that will be featured on the show, the topics we will be covering in each episode, and of course, the key takeaways that listeners can expect from tuning into the show. So stay tuned as we uncover my podcasting process and all of the incredible lessons I've learned on the journey so far. I can't wait to share this episode with you. So let's jump in. Jenna, welcome to Business Beyond the Mic. It is so awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm beyond excited to be here. Oh, so for this very special bonus episode, I've invited Jenna on and she is the content director of We at a Podcast. So this is perfect to have her here to ask me the question. She's going to flip the script and let you all know a little bit more about my mission beyond the mic. I'm so excited to be the one that gets to ask you these questions. So we're going to start right at the beginning. First up, when did you first have the idea for your own podcast? And then from that initial idea, how did Business Beyond the Mic come to be? Oh, wow. So we actually have to take this way back, way back to 2019, I would say. That was one of the first times I really thought about Hey, you know what? I've been so good behind the scenes, you know, helping other podcasters launch their incredible shows, seeing success everywhere and providing so many spaces for podcasters to learn things that I thought, Hey, it should be time for me to step behind the mic and get some more information into the hands of amazing podcasters. And so I thought, let's do this. Let's get it launched. But as you know, life happens. And I was actually pregnant at the time with my baby boy, you know, things were going differently as I planned, not differently, like I planned all these things, obviously. But it just wasn't working out with my plans to step out of the company for a while, take my time to be with my kids. And so I said, put it on pause. Let's take a little step back here and flash forward to now, 2023. I said, this is the perfect time for me to launch my own podcast. And here we are, we've launched. Which is so exciting. And congratulations on getting it out into the world and into the ears and in front of the eyes of all the listeners. And I know the first two episodes have already been amazing. 
So what I wanted to ask you is the vision for Business Beyond the Mic. How did that come from your initial idea? How did it morph into this concept? So, you know, the mission is simple. I just wanted to sit down with incredible podcasters because I've seen so many of them come through our door, come into my home as I've listened to things on the go, making food, doing the dishes. And I just wanted to be able to sit down with them, build these relationships and really dig into their unique podcasters' stories. Because I think that so many of us, when we start out, we have all these questions and there's nowhere that we can just pop in. And I mean, sure, there are incredible communities out there, but you never know where to start. So I wanted to provide this platform where people can come and listen to the stories, find advice, the really intricate things that you know have to have to get started. What does that journey look like? Is it okay if my journey is totally different because everybody is so unique? So I just wanted to create that platform for people to to find what they wanted to know about podcasting. And I love that. I love that there's no gatekeeping. There's nothing hold back. There's no questions that can't be asked. Everything's out on the table. And I think that's just a fantastic thing to be able to offer people because I think sometimes you get scared to start something or scared to step from behind the scenes into behind the mic. And how does that go from concept to reality? So I think it's a fantastic resource for people to have. Absolutely. So now that we're talking about your podcast, let's talk about your podcasting process. How did it go for you coming from behind the scenes to being behind the mic and going beyond the mic? What's been the most surprising thing you've learned as you prepared to launch your show? So the most surprising thing that I've learned is not only connecting with the creators of these podcasts, but it's just like being inspired by them, the confidence that they've given me. And on this mission to uncovering these stories has just been incredible. And I can't even explain it to you. It's just that that community that I've already found from doing these interviews has just been the thing that has been the life force behind the podcast. No, that's incredible. So... If we're going to be breaking down the walls and really let there be no gatekeeping, what has been the hardest part about the whole launch your own podcast process? Well, (laughs) this comes back to such a personal note is I am actually the greatest introvert out there. I mean, I love people and I love being in community and chatting with people, but I'm actually such an introvert. I need to recharge on my own. I need to find inspiration to put myself out there and be confident again. So just that initial interview, I was absolutely nervous as can be. And yeah, so just to be able to find the words, to find my rhythm, to actually find my voice in the whole thing and trust myself in the process, to trust that it's going to get better with every interview that I do. I'm going to find my groove. I'm going to find my rhythm and I'm going to be able to find those natural conversations along the way. And I think that's so important. I think so often we keep this idea of I have to have it all right before I even start it. And like you said, it's going to get better as you go along. And seeing that growth and seeing that journey is all part of the journey. And I think that's really inspiring for people like me now trying to go behind the mic. So I really admire you. And I think it's been an incredible thing to see it go from dream to reality. So now, what do you wish someone had told you before you started your podcast? Oh, wow. So I'm thinking back to like the first four episodes and just what I wish someone had told me is, hey, Carly, remember to streamline your process. 
because I'm so used to being on the receiving end of these completed recording files, all the detail that we have to like need to edit, to pull things for the guests, to create show notes, transcripts, everything. But what does it look like when you're on the other side of that? You have to be able to streamline your process because otherwise you are creating so much extra work for yourself. Mm -hmm. So for what I was doing for those first episodes, I was recording and then I'm like, yes, I'm done recording. Great. And then I forget about it. And I'm like, you know what you should have done is you should have listened through that episode right there, right then, figured out where the cuts are so you can send that to your team pulled out the audiograms, pulled out the quotes. Otherwise, what you end up doing is you're listening to the episode three, four times just to do three different things, which you could have done all in one time of listening through that episode. So yes, I would have loved to know that before I started. <laughs> I'm taking notes, just so you know, just in case that I ever need to do this. I've made a very big mental note on that point. Streamline, always streamline. streamline. <laughs> Then let's talk about what has been the favorite part from your side of bringing business beyond the mic to life. Well, so my favorite part of bringing this to life is actually quite twofold. So it's twofold. Let's start with number one. I am obviously connecting with the most amazing people. I never even thought it would be so much fun to build these relationships, to you pop in and out of each other's lives. It's been so incredible and so valuable for me on this journey. And then number two, which has been the best, is I actually get to work with my own team when I am producing these episodes. So I get a glimpse of what it's like to be a customer, a client in our roster and just what is it like to work with my incredible team? And the feedback has been beyond amazing. And just hearing from everybody who's worked on the episodes, what they thought, feedback on my voice and the character that I portray on the show. And it's just been more incredible than I ever thought it was going to be. And speaking as one of your team members, I can say it's been an incredible opportunity for us to get to know you better through this process and see you doing your thing behind the mic. It's been a very cool thing and I can testify to that. Now let's angle it to your listener side. What is the main takeaway you hope your listeners will get from tuning into your show? So when I'm thinking of each of these episodes, I tailor every one of them to the specific guests. So as I mentioned, every podcaster's journey is quite unique because everybody has something else to offer and how they got started in what they chose to do. Did they go with sponsorships? Did they go with affiliate episodes? Did they have a book deal linked to their podcast? So what my mission in this is, and what I want listeners to take away from every podcast is what can they take from each of these guests' journeys and apply it to their own podcasting journey? What kind of tips can they pull and put into action to help it work for them? That's fantastic. And when we speak about your guests, what kind of topics or guests can your listeners expect to hear on the show? So on the show, I have guests from all walks of life. I've got nutrition experts. I've got lawyers, coaches, small businesses, big entrepreneurs, everything, you name it, I've got you covered. So <laughs> they can expect to hear topics from the initial obstacles that they face, the fears that they had behind launching the show, what kind of plans they have for the future of their podcast. And of course, like I mentioned, monetization strategies, metrics that they can use to see if their podcast is hitting home, the messages resonating with their audience, everything that goes into your podcast. 
And I think even that side of it, as much as you're showing people how you can start a podcast, what you can do for it, you're also showing that anybody can start a podcast. Because like you said, you've got them from all walks of life and there's literally a podcast for everybody on every topic. So I think that's like a twofold thing that your show is also showing everybody, which I think is pretty cool. Now, if we're talking about your podcasting process, I know what I did to get ready for this interview. And it was a lot. (laughs) What is the thing that you always do before you record an episode? So when it comes to this different style of podcasts, it depends on what you have. So for my podcast, because I have interview styles, I'm learning about that guest before I hop on the show with them. And my favorite way to prepare for these interviews is actually to listen to them on other people's podcasts. Because oftentimes we gravitate towards, hey, I'm going to check out their podcast, especially for mine, because I am interviewing established podcasters. They all have their own show. So I can go in and listen, but then I'm learning about their guests. I'm not necessarily getting the story behind the podcaster themselves. So what I do is I scour around and I find interviews that they've given on other people's shows so I can really get down to their story. What are the things that they've talked about most and then kind of brainstorm new topics that I can talk to them about. And which is really great about this show because usually they don't share their podcast story on other people's shows. So it's nice for me to dig into that, to bring it all to life and then yeah, get really to the root of their story. And of course, the other thing that I do to prepare is the tech checks because we have so much going on. We have the microphone, we have everything that I've connected up here, my camera, you know, everything and the recording platform, which by the way, we've had to switch on this particular episode. (laughs) So things are always there to be checked. And then I have my big water bottle. Mm hmm. Got to take some sips, got to make sure (laughs) that I'm ready to speak. So yeah, just everybody can kind of find your own rhythm when it comes to preparing yourself to calm those nerves and just to feel like you're ready for this conversation. I think that's such a good tip. I'll take notes on those points as well. I think listening to your guests on other podcasts is such a valuable, valuable tip because you get to hear so much of their story and then you get to take that and really just put your own spin on it. And like you said, ask them about their podcast origin story, which I'm sure they must get such a thrill being able to share because it's such a personal journey and everyone has these learning curves along the way. So I think that's very clever, but also water. Key tip, everybody, (laughs) water. Let's go on to some bests and some worsts. These questions are always fun because they're fun to kind of polarize the two sides of any journey that you undertake. What's the best thing about hosting your podcast? I would say the best thing about hosting the podcast is just seeing the response. Like now that it's launched to see the response that I've had from even people in my personal life. And like I mentioned on my team and just seeing who has been engaging with the podcast, not only because they want to learn, but because they're interested in what I'm doing, the goals that I've set for myself and just cheering me on to see me succeed in this journey. And then obviously the bonus is they're getting to hear amazing stories from all the podcasters out there. (laughs) Now, the fun part, what's the worst? Oh gosh. So like I mentioned, I was super nervous initially. And I think every time I'm like, yes, I've conquered this now, you know, the nervousness is gone. And then, I mean, we're sitting down, I'm sitting down with you, somebody that I know and chat to on a day-to-day basis. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Janae, I am so nervous (laughs) still. (laughs) 
You know, just thinking back to my childhood, I used to play piano since I was four years old, all the way through high school. And I would play in front of big audiences. And every single time I'd find the calm inside of me. And then somewhere in my performance, something would start to shake. If I give it any, you know, chance, Just that, that the nerve will slip right out. So yeah, that has been, I mean, it's not the worst thing that could happen, but it's been something that I've been conscious about. And I think, yeah, just thinking about, oh my gosh, am I going to be nervous again this time? Am I going to be okay this time? It's just like, are the nerves going to slip through the cracks? <laughs> and so, it's yeah, just that mental game. Right. Of exactly. Knowing- No, I get it. I get the nerve thing. I really do. (laughs) Because as you said in the beginning, we speak all the time, but there's something about putting a microphone in front of you and sticking the headphones on that you're like, now I've got to do it. And I think it's also a case of you want to give your guest your best and you want them to be able to shine. You want to create the space for them. And I think that's a lot of pressure, but I think you're doing an incredible job. And I think you can know that the nerves are going to stay put but I get it. I do get it. (laughs) What has been the best lesson you've learned from your guests so far? Oh gosh. So while I was doing research for the podcast, finding people out there to interview, I found myself listening to so many episodes. And obviously I've listened to tons of podcasts over the years. That's what we do. That's how I find my entertainment, my information, but listening to it with a different perspective. So I was going into episodes, not necessarily what I could learn from the content, but what could I learn from the host themselves? Like, how are they answering the questions that people are asking them? How are they transitioning to their own questions? What are the gateways that they've used? What are the catchphrases or the unique techniques that they've used to pivot the conversation, to switch a topic without it sounding robotic or, you know, staged? So yeah, that's one of the biggest things that I've learned as I have been doing research for the show. That's such a great point, looking at your guests to see how they're doing things and learning from people. Because again, podcasting is such an open journey and we can all learn from each other. And I think that's probably one of the best things that I take from being part of this industry is just it being so open-handed, being able to learn from each other. So I think that is a great, great point. Now, if that was the best thing that you've learned along the way or learned from your guest, what has been the worst podcast fail that you've experienced so far in your journey? Oh my gosh. So firstly, you have to wrap your head around the fact that, yes, okay, we are recording. It's a video. Don't screw up, but it's okay. You can cut. You can make edits. You can create the show and the content the way that you want to create it. But also the funniest thing is just learning that things are going to happen, right? So last week I had to reschedule two interviews because first off, my mic decided to create so much static that the other, like my guests couldn't even understand me when we were just having like a preamble in the beginning. And then I'm panicking because I'm like, okay, I don't have any more mics around. What is going to happen next? Is she going to be okay that I'm going to reschedule? I'm unplugging, I'm pulling things and I'm changing it. And the funny thing is in the end of it, it wasn't even my fault. Like it wasn't the microphone it ended up being just the recording room that we were in because we had to face that again today. And then the second guest, it was just bad timing. They decided to chop down a tree outside of our house, which made an incredible noise. And then we decided, hey, cool, we'll reschedule. So just like the moral of the story of these podcast fails is number one, they're going to happen. And then number two, it's okay. 
your guests are going to understand because they are in this industry. They know what's going on with podcasting. It's tech, it's crazy coincidences of things happening, and they are super generous and understanding. So don't worry about it. I think that's great to know that any podcast fail is actually not as bad as it is. And it's just a learning curve and we're falling forward the whole time together, which is, I think is also such a great part of being part of this industry. Everybody kind of knows what you're going into and there's stuff that you just can't control. Now, as we bring this to a close, finally, what I want to know from you is what are you most excited about discovering as you continue to interview the amazing guests that you've got lined up? So I have this fun question that I ask all of my guests in the interview, and it's, if money or time were not a factor, what would be next for your show? And the amount of people that have said they want to do live recording or like recording like humans of New York, recording on the street, interviewing people in shopping malls, or like, you know, just getting out there into the world with your podcast has been the top thing that people have mentioned. And it's got my brain thinking. And yes, live recordings could be fun. I mean, don't talk about the nerves and that part, but we'll (laughs) conquer it when we get there. (laughs) So yeah, that is something that I look forward to developing and like just the skill of being able to get out there and interview people, get questions from audiences if you're maybe at a speaking event or just doing something fun with your podcast that reaches people face to face. Yeah. And I mean, even doing just in-person interviews with people will be amazing in the future. So that is what I'm excited about. That's incredibly exciting. I would be terrified, but it is also (laughs) exciting. And again, I think that's the beauty of podcasting is that it can be adaptable. You can take your show on the road, literally, and get to really engage with people. And I think that there's an incredible space for that. So I'll get excited. I'll be less terrified. I'll get excited. It's been such an honor spending time with you, Kylie, and just hearing your heart behind your podcast and just you so open-handedly sharing your journey with us. And it's just been a privilege to be along for the ride and to really see your show go from those early stages of just sort of dream boarding it to seeing it being live and out there. And you really have done such an incredible show with the first few episodes. Your guests have shared such incredible insights and I've learned so much from that already and I know that your other listeners are going to learn that too and we just look forward to all the amazing things that lie before and beyond business beyond the mic. Oh, Thanks Jenna and it's just been amazing to have this chat with you and I hope to do it again in the future. So thanks everyone for listening in and we will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Business Beyond the Mic with your host, Carly Van Heerden. We love having you join us on this journey of uncovering the art of podcasting. If you found value in today's episode, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating or review and let us know what resonated with you or what didn't. Your feedback really helps us make this podcast the best that it can be. And be sure to connect with us across all our social platforms. Join us again next time as we step behind the mic with another amazing guest and dig even deeper to uncover the art of podcasting. Until then, see you next time. This is a We Edit Podcast production.